I coached this morning. I went and got a massage and now I'm here with y'all. Like this is my best life. And that's what I want for everybody. What is your best life and how do we get you there fast? You're listening to Investing for Good, a show that brings you the stories and strategies of people who are investing to build a legacy for their families, create a meaningful and intentional life by design and impact the world around them. And now here are your hosts, Annie Dickerson and Julie Lamb. Hey, Julie, how are you today? I'm doing good, Annie. How about yourself? Busy, busy as always. You know, surprise, my older son is home from school today because his school closed due to a plumbing emergency. Sounds fun. Always good to have the flexibility, though, in what we do so that we can actually like... You know, I I actually had a fun time. We played games in the morning Uh and uh now he's watching some shows. So Uh it's it's great to have this flexibility. Yeah. Like you're kind of like weaving work into your mom life and, uh, you know, making it all work. I love that, like about what we do and having that flexibility for sure, because now you don't have to call in sick and waste a sick day and then go back and count how many sick days you have left for the upcoming vacation that you're going on and all of that craziness. So for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I'm excited about today's conversation. On today's episode, we talk with Whitney Nicely of She Buys It, which uh, Whitney created to help women build a legacy with passive income through real estate investing. Yeah, she drops so many little nuggets. I always like to call every, you know, we always talk about these little nuggets, but I feel like it's those little nuggets that I've taken away personally from podcasts, conferences, and conversations, networking that have changed my trajectory and changed our path too, in terms of growing our business and whatnot. She just drops so much information about various things that she's done in the past and how far she's gone. I think she went from in nine months, went from like one or two homes to 14 homes, which is crazy because I did like two or three in a year and was like, whoa, that's too much for me. Um, But it was really cool to hear about her strategies around creative financing and how she was able to leverage that to be able to do the 14 homes that she has. Also loved that she talked about lease options, which I think is so interesting from the perspective of wanting to buy single family homes, but not wanting to have all of the responsibility and the headaches um, like you otherwise normally would. And so she goes into detail about all of that, how it works, um, what the risks are. And uh, yeah, it's a really great conversation. And you'll be able to tell as soon as you listen in, Whitney is fierce. She doesn't go slowly and she's unapologetic. She's like, she's sassy and she's got spunk and she's really made a way for herself through all the strategies that she's discovered and she's created and the systems she's put into place and the women she's now helping. So she has done just a ton and she's made such a huge difference in this community of women she's put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love how at the very end of the show, she talked about how she's, you know, has to live her best life because she's helping other women 
live their best life. So she needs to live her best life. And I feel like all too often as women, we're just so focused on the hustle and like working and working and working and trying to climb the ladder or prove ourselves as women and forgetting and neglecting ourselves. And so she talks about that at the end. And I think that that is so important for us women to remember um, because I think it just makes us so much stronger in everything that we do um, in our lives as women. So, yeah. Absolutely. You're going to love this episode with Whitney Nicely of She Buys It. Whitney, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. This is going to be so much fun. Thanks for having me. I agree. It's always great to have other women real estate investors on this show. Now, Whitney, I got to say, one of my favorite things that you say is that you buy houses like most women buy shoes, which I think is absolutely hilarious. But you know, those shoes are depreciating in value as your houses are appreciating in value. So I guess you get the last laugh, right? For sure. But and I've bought shoes that cost more money than what I've paid for some houses. So Oh my gosh. Mm. There's a choice here, wow. girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And now I know that your your mother and your grandfather, I believe, had invested in real estate when you were growing up. So did you always know that, you know, one day you would grow up and you'd get into real estate as well? So I grew up as a real estate investor's kid grandchild. The way most women want mm -hmm. their kids to grow up is how I grew up. There was checks in the mailbox every single month. I didn't realize yeah. bills came in the mailbox until I was like out of college and on my own <laughs> and in my twenties and like trying to figure out life. And one day I was working at our dump truck company and my mom was putting in the rent deposits. And I was like, hold on, wait a second. Where'd you get all those checks? And she was like, we have houses, we rent, you know, this. And I was like, well, wait a second. How do I get rental checks to come in the mail. <laughs> and she was like, I mean, go figure it out. So like, it wasn't really explained to me how this whole situation happened. My mom never sat me down, introduced me to rich dad, poor dad. She never had these great grand plans for me. And so it's, it's hard to answer that because I guess in the back of my mind, I always just figured, yeah, I'd be a real estate investor, but it mm -hmm. wasn't something that I knew when I was eight, I was probably like 25 before I was like, hold on, wait a second. Why don't I have any rentals? And she was like, cause you haven't bought anything. Ding dong. <laughs> You've been buying purses. Right. I love that. She sort of just let you figure it out on your own. I, I see this uh, video all the time. There's a mama dog and her puppies up at the top of the steps and she just kind of smacks yeah. them down the steps and they figure out how to get back up. Yeah. That, that's how my mom <laughs> taught me to invest. Just go figure it out. That is too funny. And are you a, an only child? No, I have a younger brother. So what I did okay. is I went to an auction because that's how uh -huh. my mom bought houses. I had seen her go to auctions, pay cash, and then rent them out. So I had that mm -hmm. kind of understanding. I had a real estate license, but I didn't really, I hadn't made the connection yet to how yeah. investing and agenting were kind of like oil and water. I thought they went together. Mm -hmm. They don't. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the auction, I put my entire life savings into a house and then realized it didn't have a bathroom. So I had to redo the bathroom in it before I could oh get a gosh. tenant. Uh -huh. And like, it had a bathroom, but it was an old house. So it was built in like the twenties and people did bathing different in the twenties than they do 
now. Right. Yeah. So it technically had a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Mm-hmm. It had plumbing. But it was well, that's old. good. At least it yeah. had the plumbing. <laughs> At least it had the plumbing, but yeah. it didn't have anything that yeah. was usable. So then I bought another house the next week because this is just how things happen, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to use my brother's life savings to buy that second house. Oh, no. But it took us about two months to get the bathroom fixed in the first house. It took us 18 months to get the other house ready to rent because mm-hmm. we didn't have any money. We were broke. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. we had to go to work, buy stuff, go to work, pay somebody to put the stuff in and pray nobody stole it in the meantime. Right. Mm, so that mm. that's how I got started because that's what my mom yeah. showed me how to do, except I didn't have years of rent coming in to help me do this faster like my mom did. I just had right. to pull up my bootstraps and figure it out as we went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing for work at this point? I know you were selling trucks at one point. Was that at this point? My, my mom, my papa, my great grandfather actually started a dump truck company in 1939. Mm-hmm. And then my papa was running the company. And then my mom has started running the company with her brother. So it's a family owned business. I'm fourth generation and we've got four dump truck companies. So I was working for all four companies at the same time. And now fast forward, I have my own dump truck company because of real estate. Mm, so wow. it's all come full circle now. <laughs> yeah. So oh, wow. how there must be so many women in the dump truck business. <laughs> <laughs> there's less women in dump trucking than in real estate investing. And there's not many of yeah. us in investing. So yeah. how did real estate help you get to own your own dump truck company? Well, I, I bought those two houses in 2013. Uh-huh. And then in 14, I bought 14 houses. So I figured out creative financing, which was awesome because I was broke. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's when, you know, I started paying $10 for a house, maybe a hundred dollars if I was going to splurge. Uh-huh. And this is where uh-huh. I bought shoes for more than that. I have Louboutins too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And those cost money. So creative yeah. financing, what does that mean for anyone out there listening? And what is that? How, how does that work? Describe what that means and maybe tell us about one of the best deals that you did creatively. It means I'm not going to the bank, which I've never gone to the bank to buy a house. I do have my apartments through a regular mortgage, Mm -hmm. but that also came from the houses. So creative financing means you're not going to the bank and you're not using the money in your pocket, which was good because I didn't have any more. It means you're (laughs) taking over somebody's mortgage payment or you're letting the owner become the bank and finance you the property. Okay. That's creative financing in the most simple terms. And I use lease options, which is a really fancy rental agreement, Mm -hmm. which also gives me the opportunity to buy the house in the future. Interesting. So I start making payments now Mm -hmm. and I cash out whenever I can five or 10 years later. And how do you strike up these kinds of agreements with, with owners? I have three rules. We all have some standards when we're dating, right? You got three deal breakers. You're not going out with him if this, that, and the other happens. Or you're not going back out with him if this, that, and the other happens, right? So just like dating and real estate investing, you need some standards. You need some rules. You need some deal breakers. I'm not willing to do this. Yeah. It took me a while to figure out what my rules were, but now I know that I'm not dealing with a house that is listed. There's another agent involved. I'm not your girl because Mm -hmm. most agents, even though they technically pass the exam and understand creative financing, they don't know creative financing and I'm not willing to teach them unless they pay me for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if it's listed, Mm -hmm. do your thing. Yeah. If somebody is behind on payments, Uh I'm not dealing with the F word. Uh I don't like Uh it. I'm not getting into all that paperwork. (laughs) It's bad for the trees. Uh And my brain. 
<laughs> also, I want the house to be empty. I want nothing but the dust bunnies in there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because so, otherwise you got to deal with all of that stuff, getting it out of there and all of that headaches, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dealing with people's dog schedules. I just can't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not the people's schedule that's the problem. It's the dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So once a house meets those three criteria, I'm mm-hmm. talking to the right person because they are motivated for somebody to send them some money every month, more than likely, because okay. they've got a payment mm-hmm. that they've been making mm-hmm. and they've skipped upgrading their car. They've skipped sending their kid to private school. They've skipped vacations. They've skipped so many life things because they got to make a payment on an empty house. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people tried being a landlord and it's more work than they want to deal mm-hmm. with. Yeah. So when I come in and say, I'm a professional tenant, I will take care mm-hmm. of all these things uh-huh. and I'll make your payment. You just got to make three more payments. Uh-huh. They look like they lost 10 pounds in 10 uh-huh. seconds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just the relief uh-huh. on their face. Is right. Beautiful. Yeah. And so yeah. then what do you do after you, you strike up that agreement you say, okay, I'll be your tenant. And then do you act as like a master tenant? And then you have, you sublease it out. Is that I do. I do sandwich lease options. So I buy it with a lease option and then I sell it with a lease option, okay. but I'm buying it for five or 10 years. Uh-huh. And when I sell it, I give them 12 to 24 months. So a year or two. So uh-huh. I could go through five or 10 different uh-huh. tenants in this property uh-huh. before I ever have to cash out on it. Right. Uh-huh. And when I sell it back out, I require non-refundable option fees, which Uh are usually about 10% of the purchase price, Uh but you don't tell anybody it's 10% because people can't do basic math like that. Uh So you just tell Uh them there's a range. I'm expecting somewhere between this much and that much. Or Uh you say, you know, somebody called and they offered me this much, which, you know, is the lowest I'm willing to take. Uh Uh And then the person Uh on the other end of the phone can say, I don't know anybody with that much money. Oh my gosh. What are you talking about? (laughs) You say, thank you. You're not my person. Uh-huh, uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and release them okay yeah. but yeah. they self-identify if they qualify or not uh-huh. Uh-huh. i want to give everybody a chance yeah mm-hmm. everybody yeah. just doesn't suit my other criteria which is i need mm-hmm. you to have money a job and more than three brain cells coordinating at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a tall order but so <laughs> Speaking of phone calls, so how are you finding these deals? Are you like knocking door to door or are you calling them? I went door knocking one time. There was an empty house uh-huh. down the street for me and I kept seeing it being empty, 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 empty. I tried skip tracing it. I tried everything and everything was just a dead end. And one day on the way home for lunch, there were some guys there mowing the yard. So I just pulled in the driveway. I said, hey, who pays you? Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, Johnny does. He lives around the corner, like five houses down. And I was like, for crying out loud, are you kidding me? So I went and knocked on Johnny and Shirley's door. I said, hey, I want to buy your house over there. And they said, sure. Yeah, yeah. I've been through this before, right? Uh-huh. I said, no, 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 it's empty. I live five houses that way. Let me make you some offers. Tell me what's going on. Uh-huh. So we sat down at their kitchen table. I had a contract with me. My mom taught me to never leave the house without a contract uh-huh. some moms mm-hmm. teach you to leave without something else but yeah, my mom right. said a contract <laughs> so I had a contract and I signed it that day the only time I've been door knocking I got six months with no payments mm-hmm. because the house was mm. needing a little bit of TLC mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I 
turned it from a two bedroom, one bath into a three bedroom, two bath. And I'll never do that again. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That is way too much flipping for me. There's too much involved and it doesn't make enough money fast enough for me. I want houses that don't need any work. Mm-hmm. But that is the only time I went door knocking. So your question was, how do I find these people? Mm-hmm. I send out good old fashioned yellow letters that say, hey, I want to buy your house. Call me quickly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how many of those do you have to send out to get how many responses? I send out 100 a week okay. for 10 weeks. So about 1,000 leads. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'll buy three or four houses Okay. out of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Just to go for three or four. Yeah. But if I make... Right. 10 or 15,000 on three or four houses. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I look at the yellow letters as like a kickstart campaign because uh-huh. once I have those three or four, now I've got Craigslist posts, I've got Zillow posts, I've got bandit signs out. Mm-hmm. And now other people are seeing me do things. I'm putting it up on Facebook. So now I'm getting leads from all those sources mm-hmm. also, and yeah. I don't have to send out any more letters. So right. out of a kickstart campaign, of a thousand leads, I'm buying mm-hmm. three or four houses. Those will double to another three or four. Mm-hmm. I'll get six, eight, ten deals mm-hmm. out of one batch just because I got this hurricane of activity going on. And that's why right. I tell my girls mm-hmm. all the time: if you just put bandit signs out, that's like just having a, a little bit of a rainstorm in the afternoon. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. But if you have bandit signs out and you've got Craigslist posts out and you got yellow letters out and you're posting on Facebook. Now you got all the things and it's like a hurricane. Right. Right. And that's right. what makes a hurricane. It's not just a bad rainstorm. It's all these things happening at the same time. And that's how you end up with 10 houses in a year. Right. Or more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you only need one deal a month, make 10 or 15,000 on it, mm-hmm. increase your monthly cash flow, two or $300. By the end of the year, you've made over a hundred grand and you've got two or $3,000 a month coming in on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Most women would quit their job. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. not yeah. and just keep that as do like it again the next year and yeah. then quit their yeah. job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. So are you, t- is that what you're helping people learn how to do with, with she buys it or what is, tell us a little bit about that and how that works. The main objective in she buys it is women helping women. Mm-hmm. And some women don't want to hustle. They don't want to do the wholesaling. Now some yeah. women do. And mm-hmm. so I've got a course called first deal done fast where mm-hmm. I teach women how to wholesale. I teach them how to do lease options. I teach them how to do owner financing. Mm -hmm. It's all about houses. It's all about creative financing, just getting in and getting your first deal done fast because then you got the confidence to go do all the other things. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've got apartment blitz, which Uh is focused on commercial properties, mostly on apartments and small multifamilies, 20 units or less, a 20 unit trailer park. Mm-hmm. a 20 bay storage facility, you uh-huh. know, 20, 25 mm-hmm. units. Most women can go out and find those deals and it's a hundred, 200 grand. Mm-hmm. They don't need to syndicate. They don't need to get complicated. They don't need to do right. anything. Uh-huh. They can just do this themselves. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which also gives them the confidence to then go out and do the other ones. I love this. Yep. Yeah. We've got private money profits, which mm-hmm. I partnered with April Crosley on. She's amazing. I adore yep. her. Yes. And that's all about fixing and flipping houses. Mm-hmm. because she loves to do that for some right. reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about borrowing other people's money because some people have money that they want to be mm-hmm. investing, but they don't want to be the main person, right? They just want to know that they're making right. 10, 12, 8% on their money, right. which is better than a CD or something like right. that. 
Right. Mm -hmm. But also private money profits. We're going to teach you how to do all these other things Uh so that you have a hundred thousand dollars that you can loan out on somebody else's deal. Uh Because to Uh me, being a private money lender is the top of the totem pole. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. write a check, you get money back. You don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about anything or think about anything. But I do want you to be educated to know that this is a good investment based on your goals. Uh Uh So Mm -hmm. we've got those three programs all focused on women, different levels, different areas. Uh, And then I do some one-on-one coaching on Mastermind. I've got an FTDF Plus, which is just for the women that want to get a solid 10 grand a month coming in. And Uh then they want to do the other things. But, Uh you know, women like options. So I try to give the ladies the options on what suits you. How can I help you? Nice. Right. I love it. Right. How did you create that? Or what was the sort of thing that, you know, sparked, sparked you wanting to create it? I went to a lot of boot camps. I went to a lot of guru seminars Mm -hmm. and I was very much in the minority. Yeah. And of the women there, say there's a hundred people, there was 20 women. 10 of those women were there just to be the supportive spouse. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Five of those women were probably some ball busters and they were after it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, those I know women you mean. out, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then there was a handful of us that I thought, you know, I could be girlfriends with you. I could really enjoy right. doing life with you and yeah. making a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, you know, if there's a handful of us, I bet there's actually a lot of us out there hiding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. it be cool if there could be seminars and boot camps and places where women could really be women and talk yeah. about momming, talk about being a woman, yeah. talk about real estate, talk yeah. about making money and have some fun. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is the whole idea around She Buys It. It is fun, flirty, feminine, and fierce. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love it. Because we've all got those characteristics, but we want to have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And be a little girly. Yes. Yeah. I, I'll tell you, you know, today I've I coached this morning, I went and got a massage, and now I'm here nice. with y'all. Like this is mm. my best life. And that's what I want for everybody. That's what is your best life? And how do we get you there fast? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's like life by design at its best. And it's what, you know, Annie and I are always talking about. It's what we're working on, how to improve, because as I'm sure you know, when you own your own business, you can get so caught up in just work, 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 and never having time for yourself, um, which I would love to ask you about the mindset piece, because I know that that was a big thing for you. How did you overcome that? What were the roadblocks? I know also that you were at Tony Robbins UPW earlier this year, which we were also there with you. Uh, and I, yeah, I saw all your posts when we were there. And uh, so talk to us a little bit about mindset and some of those roadblocks that you had and how you overcame them? When I started in real estate, I got a coach. And mm-hmm. I think it's super important to have a coach because oh, somebody that can see what you're about to come up against yep. and how they got around it, how they've seen other people get around it yep. is crucial yeah. to getting where you want to go yeah. before you die. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of us get stuck in trying, 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 where it just takes somebody from you know the outside looking in say, oh, we'll do this, that, and the other. And boom, we're through it. Yeah. So in 2014, I got a real estate coach. In 2016, I got a mindset coach. Mm -hmm. And it's been all the difference to see 
what we can actually accomplish because mm-hmm. you saying we're going to do this and then telling your friends, sometimes that doesn't work out so well. Telling yeah. your husband, that's not <laughs> going to work out so well. Telling your mom and dad, ooh, mm. yeah. you really need somebody that's going to push you and say, yeah, you can do it. Do this, yep. that, and the other, and then mm-hmm. do this and that, and you'll be there. Right. It, it's mm-hmm. huge. And I, I love Tony Robbins because he represents like just a big, strong man, right? Mm-hmm. I've actually been to UPW three times. Okay. And the second time I took my husband, the third time I took my stepson, because Tony is talking about some mindset stuff that I don't think men especially get involved in soon yeah. enough mm-hmm. or strong mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Since my husband and I went last March, he has lost 50 pounds. He's... Wow become a private money lender himself. He's gotten two promotions at work and it's from, I don't want to say just what Tony Robbins teaches, but from just looking at things and saying, Whoa, I can really do this. Yep. Yep. It's huge. And in she buys it in the mastermind, especially. So we meet every week Uh on a group coaching call on zoom, just like this. Mm -hmm. And the second week of every month is all on mindset. And my Mm -hmm. mindset coach teaches it Mm -hmm. because she does that. She loves it. Like I love real estate. So mm-hmm. that's one of the you know benefits of being in the mastermind is you get other coaches, not just me. I, I will tell you, I don't know everything there is to know about mindset or real estate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty good about a couple different things, but an outside perspective, even if they say the same thing as I've been banging my head against the wall saying, mm-hmm. sometimes it makes okay. all the difference. So mm-hmm. I recommend coaches and coaches and coaches in October of this year. I joined two masterminds myself, mm-hmm. which both came with additional mindset coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is so crucial. Yes. The brain gymnastics, mm-hmm. the mind gymnastics mm-hmm. that we all go through on a daily basis, it will wear you out if you don't have somebody helping you land yeah. that, you know, jump. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good analogy. And that's <laughs> Um, And for those listening who may not have heard of UPW, it's Tony Robbins' premier event. It's Unleash the Power Within. And we were all at that event. What was that? March March. of... In LA? Yeah, this... Yeah, yeah, jumping up and down, dancing and <laughs> crying, drinking, <laughs> laughing, yeah, crying. <laughs> oh, tons of crying, absolutely. And wear gym clothes because, yes, we're going to work out. Yeah. I'm taking my mastermind to the March San Jose. Okay. Mm, cool. And cool. my mom and dad. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I'm yes. a, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I'm totally in. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm at the point where I'm trying to get my husband to go too, but um, I don't know. I, it's hard. He's not, he's like, I, I what do I need with that? I have everything I need, you know? And I'm like, I, no, you don't. <laughs> like, I gave my husband the trip for his birthday uh-huh. and 15 minutes before it started, you know, you get there early, everybody's going crazy. Yeah. 15 minutes before yeah. it started, he looked at me and he was mad as a hornet. And he said, I cannot believe you have me here. I can't believe you thought I think I would think this was fun. I'm oh leaving. This is miserable. I've never been so unhappy in my life. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. And I said, just give it 30 minutes. Just give it 30 minutes after Tony comes out and then let me know what's up. Yeah. So Tony comes out and he says, anybody been drug here against your will? Uh-huh. And I mean, just like first thing he says, and Jason was like, did you know he's going to say that? Has he? <laughs> he? So 30 minutes later, Sorry. he's like leading the cheering section out in the <laughs> yeah. aisle, dancing like a fool. Three days in, he's completely like ready to sign us up for coaching and like turn around. Yeah. is amazing. And when can I come back? And 
Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, husband, against his will. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta get. I think I'm just gonna do it. You know, because he needs to. There's so much there that he needs to hear. You know. Um, that yeah. I think would just help him so much in terms of his, our life and his life and our, his relationship with our kids, all of that. For so our events every year, I let the mastermind girls bring their spouses because one thing I remember going to my first boot camp and I was so excited and I was going to be a real estate millionaire and I was going to do all these things. And I called my, he was my boyfriend. Then I called him, I told him, he was like, you have church camp mentality. These guys are just jerking you around. You're never yeah. going to make anything. Nobody's ever going to work with you. Yeah. You're just wasting your time and money and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so like from the very beginning, I was up against a fight with my husband to get into real estate investing. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's so important. Like after he started going to those events with me and he could see mm -hmm. what was going on and he experienced it, it made all the difference in the world. So my mastermind girls, a lot of them bring their spouses so that they can see it and feel it and go through it at the same time. That mm -hmm. way we're growing, maybe not at the same speed, but it's not like I left him at home mm -hmm. and now I'm jumping out mm -hmm. into this great unknown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's so hard when you go and you have this life changing experience and you come home and you try to explain in 10 minutes what happened. I know. Not happening. No. Yeah. No. Not no. happening. Take, take your man. Yeah. To real estate classes and to Tony Robbins and to everything yeah. because yeah. No, it makes all the difference. Yeah. 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 We'll get back to our conversation with Whitney in just a minute. Have you been thinking about investing in real estate, but aren't sure you have the time or the desire to manage the investment? Perhaps you're afraid, like we were, that you'll make the mistake of choosing the wrong market or the wrong team and lose your entire investment. Well, that's exactly why we created the Good Egg Investor Club. We do the work of identifying solid real estate investment opportunities in the best markets around the country and then partner with you to acquire these investments and then we'll all share in the returns. We'll identify the growing markets, strong, experienced teams, and the solid deals. We do all the heavy lifting of managing the tenants and the renovations, and as a passive partner, you get to enjoy all the benefits of investing in real estate, monthly cash flow, long-term appreciation, and the ongoing tax benefits. When we first discovered passive investing through real estate syndications, we realized it fit perfectly into our busy lives. We could put our money to work for our families, work less, and get more time back in our days so that we could focus on what matters most and discover our true passion and purpose in life. We've now helped hundreds of people invest passively in real estate syndications and are seeing the positive impact it's had on their lives. We invite you to partner with us by joining the Good Egg Investor Club today so you can start putting your money to work for you and get more time back in your day because we know that when people have more time in their days, they can do the true work they were intended to do and the world will be a better place. To sign up for the Good Egg Investor Club, go to goodegginvestments.com slash invest and we'll take it from there. That's goodegginvestments.com slash invest. And now... Back to our chat with Whitney Nicely. So how do you feel like the mindset thing has allowed you to get to like where you are? Like, was there, can you pinpoint it? Like, what was it that was like life-changing? Um, I remember making $24,000 a year 
when I was working for my mom, I was making like 500 bucks a week. Mm -hmm. If I sold a dump truck, I'd make an extra $500. So, I mean, we were rolling high, you know? (laughs) And then I remember when I got into Argentina, I made like $1,200. It took eight months. It was awful. It was not worth it. But I tried investing. And on my first deal, I made $15,000 in eight weeks. Yeah. And then three weeks later, I made another $8,000. So in 11 weeks, I made $23,000 and I still had the rest of the year. And it only took me like four Mm -hmm. hours total work to do that. Mm, So I thought, you know, I could work nine to nine for 52 weeks and make Uh $24,000. Or I could do two deals, make $23,000 and go play. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, that's a no brainer. Yeah. 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 And then honestly, I was going to these events. I see, I was seeing what the guys were selling coaching for. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I know what they're giving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know how much access you have to them. I said, you know, I could teach women how to do this and charge less. Uh And then I'd make more (laughs) and I'd get to help more women and they wouldn't have to go through these guys anymore. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, and that's what my mindset coach actually helped me with is to get into coaching because I never thought I could coach. I've only been doing deals for like five years. Who's going to want to listen to me? These guys yeah. have been doing it for 30 years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah. you don't have to be 30 years in it to be yeah. able to help somebody. Right. right. Yeah, right. totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what I learned. So that's how I got into coaching. I was doing one-on-one coaching. Then I did group coaching and I did that for like a year and a half and I recorded all the videos and I thought, how can I put this in a system just so that people go through it at their own time? So mm-hmm. that's when I came up with First Sold and Fast. And then the girls got in First Sold and Fast, started having successes, started making $12,000 in six weeks, started wanting to do duplexes, wanting to look at apartments. I thought, I can't put apartments on top of this. We have to make something separate. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's when we came up with apartment blitz and then the same with everything else. And I've just tried it. I've tried some, you know, programs. I've tried some things and they tanked. Mm-hmm. They were total crap. Mm-hmm. Nobody yeah. wanted them. And we just kind of dumped them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you have to try. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of my strong suits is I don't know the answers. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a whirl and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't play the wig, you know, the what if game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can stay there forever and never accomplish anything. But, you know, somebody gives me a good idea. I'm going to take it, run with it, see if it goes Mm -hmm. the distance or if it just dies off. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a whirl. Yeah. You don't you don't know who's out there. You don't know which sellers are out there that are just like crying themselves to sleep, hoping somebody like you will come through and buy their house. Mm-hmm. 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 On the flip side of that, you don't know how many people are out there with money right. ready to yeah. buy a house, but nothing on the market suits them because yeah. they've got right. bad credit or they've been divorced or they were sick and they got medical bills and a bank won't touch them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know how mm-hmm. many people are looking for you. Until you say, all right, let's see what I can do. Yeah. 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 The persistence and like perseverance thing is like so key. I feel like every guest that we've interviewed so far, that's the one single thread is the hustle. And without the hustle and without that perseverance and that commitment to wanting to find the answer to that will lead you to freedom and success is the thing that drives every single person that we've interviewed. And, and that, mm-hmm. that hustle will wear you out though. 
Yeah. So yeah. I want you to make sure that while you're hustling and you got the energy to do it and you're good and excited, make sure you're on a path that you won't have to hustle for 40 years. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. My mom is still hustling these regular rental deals mm-hmm. because she never put it into a plan to make a bunch so she could ride it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. still trying to prep for retirement. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. You know, so, yep. and that that's why I really love these options because if you put somebody in a house and you're making 200 bucks a month, mm-hmm. I mean, the toilet breaks and you didn't make anything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you got to replace the roof and you didn't make anything for like three years. Right. Right. Yeah. But if you have a lease option and you have a tenant buyer in there, they gave you 10 or $20,000 to move in. Mm-hmm. Well, now you got a nest egg mm-hmm. just right mm-hmm. off the go. Yeah. Yeah. And you do yeah. one of those a month for 24 months. Now you got 24 houses, uh-huh. two mm-hmm. years. Do you feel like lease options are more popular in some areas than others? Or like what makes lease options attractive to tenants? I think the last time I saw a stat, it's like 65 or 75% of Americans can just go get a mortgage, uh-huh, uh-huh. which mm-hmm. leaves, I mean, almost darn close to half mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that don't qualify, uh-huh. don't mm-hmm. qualify, right. quote unquote, by normal standards that haven't even been around for a hundred years yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. mortgages are like the new kid on the block mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of like financing and buying houses and stuff. Right. People have been doing owner financing since Jesus was here. All right. I own something. I'll let you make payments and it'll be good. Right. So creative financing is just going back to like real real estate Mm. without all these complications and problems. We think it sounds complicated Mm. because it just, it's not the way we've been taught and brainwashed Mm -hmm. by the government for the last 93 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So lease options fit a lot of people. It's just not mainstream. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, when I put a lease option out there, if I advertise it as a rent to own, I'm going to get a lot of people that say, I got 800 bucks. I can move in tomorrow. Yeah. Well, sorry. It's a lake house. <laughs> not letting you move into my lake house for 800 bucks. That don't make any sense. <sighs> and so you're looking for people and you have to, you know, train them and you have to really look for them and, you know, just like when I send out a thousand yellow letters and I get three deals, mm-hmm. I might talk to a hundred people to get three that fit my standards. Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. doesn't qualify, but everybody doesn't like the houses that I get either. So there's a need out there for these deals. And mm-hmm. as long as people are, you know, living and breathing they're going to be getting jobs. They're going to be losing jobs. They're going to be getting sick. They're going to be getting divorced. They're going to be going through life situations and they're not always going to qualify. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quote mm-hmm. unquote qualify. Right. To buy a house, yeah. but they're good people that need a second or a third chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. I mean, small business owners, most small business owners don't qualify, quote unquote qualify for a mortgage. Mm-hmm. It's too risky. If their business tanks, right, their income right. tanks. So yeah. they can't get a mortgage. Uh-huh. Yeah. But they have money and they want yeah. to be a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I set them mm-hmm. up in a situation where they can live in a house. They can improve the house if they want to. Mm-hmm. And they can get a mortgage as it suits them. They can show that they made payments. They can work with mm-hmm. an out-of-the-box mortgage broker at that mm-hmm. point who can see that yeah. these are good people that just need a little help. 
Do mm. your property man? Do you have property management on these co- uh, homes, or do you manage them? I manage them. I'm the broker for Whitney buys houses. Okay. So when I manage them, though, I have 30 days. If something breaks, let me know. Otherwise, uh-huh. pretend I'm the bank. You're not going to call the bank when the toilet gets clogged. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You're uh-huh. just going to fix it. So go fix yeah. it. Okay. This house is in good shape. I'm selling mm-hmm. it to you as is. I've yeah. had one person call and say, hey, this dishwasher makes a loud noise. All right, fine. I, you gave me $15,000. I'll get right. you a $300 dishwasher. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Calling me on day 29. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever. They left in like six months anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. And most of the time, the last time I counted, I've done 72 of these deals. Okay. And two have gotten a mortgage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That means 70 yeah. people have been through my properties and 70 different times life has happened. Uh-huh. Most of the time mm. they leave before their 12 or 24 months are up because mm-hmm. they got a divorce or oops, now they're pregnant or uh-huh. yay, now they're pregnant or uh-huh. the wrong one's pregnant or, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> things happen. I, I had one lady called me. She gave me $40,000. And she said, I'm going to move to town. I'm going to get a job. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to pay you six months rent in advance. She called me on the seventh month. She was like, hey, do I have to pay you this month? And I was like, yeah. She mm-hmm. said, I didn't ever get that job. And I was like, what are you going to do? And she yeah. was like, you know, my sister just bought a great house in South Carolina. I think I'll just move to South Carolina with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me $40,000 and left in six months. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> nothing about the house nothing about getting the mortgage nothing about anything yeah. except her sister had a really nice place just go live with her for a while right oh my gosh that's yeah crazy. yeah I can imagine, though, that something like that could turn out very differently, right? You're um, dealing with these residents and you're doing the property management yourself. I can imagine that she might have come to you and say, oh, I have to pay rent on this this seventh month. And you say, yeah. And, and she goes, well, I don't have the money, but I'm not moving out. Right. You know, have you ever had those types of situations? Yeah. So that's what's great about a lease option. You're just a victim. Yeah. Mm. And then you still just keep the money. You still keep the money. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes Mm -hmm. two or three months to a victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But if you had owner finance in the property, then you have to foreclose on them, which could take a year Mm. to two years. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So in the grand scheme of things, three months and they gave me 10 or 15 or $40,000 to move in. So I have their money to make my payment while I'm evicting them. Right. Right. And then somebody else gives me another 10 or $20,000. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I've had four evictions, uh-huh. three out of the same house. Oh, no. What does that mean? Whoa. Bad location? I don't know Bad if it's blessed or cursed because I, I've made like fifty or $60,000 on this one house. I've got right. $10 right. invested in it. Oh, I've made right. monthly income, but I've had more evictions there than any other house that I own. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. That's crazy. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I had another house that was the very first one that actually got a mortgage on the same street as, as this house. Uh-huh. So it's a good area. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Wait, wait a second. Because you said you had $10 invested. How is that How how is that possible to get a house with just $10? You know, I like you said, I'd buy shoes for more than that. I mean, at Target, <laughs> they're more than that. Right. You don't even have to get a Louis Vuitton to spend more yeah. than that. Right. <laughs> So you have to put money down. 
you have to have a secured interest in the property. Mm-hmm. Mm. But to my knowledge, mm-hmm. nobody says it has to be a percentage. Mm-hmm. Now, naturally, you know, your agents and all these people, they want you to put a certain percentage. So you've got more skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it just says that you have to have a vested interest. Mm-hmm. You can put a dollar down. Some mm-hmm. of my girls put a dollar down on paper and then don't actually give them the dollar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I give them a $10 check. Mm-hmm. And I keep mm-hmm. a, 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 you know, a receipt of where they cashed my check. I'm invested. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. That's funny. Wow. That is. I mean, you're right. It's like a. It's a long-standing um, strategy, but one that we've gotten so far away from that it just seems so foreign to people that yeah. it seems risky. But yeah. when you talk about it and you talk about, you know, it's just people dealing with people and, you know, following simple rules, it it seems like a very, very good strategy. Mm-hmm. And when you are helping people, you will find tons of people that need your help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when is this something helping people? Is this something the lease option strategy that you teach in the program? Yes, this is what I teach in First Deal Done Fast. First deal and done. I'll tell you that most women, when they come into First Deal Done Fast, uh-huh. I say that too fast sometimes. First Deal Done Fast. When they come in, a lot of them get a wholesale deal, uh-huh. and they make you know five seventy five hundred ten thousand uh-huh. bucks yeah. just you yeah. know, and then they're like, uh-huh. you know, because First Deal Done Fast is expensive but mm-hmm. you get what you pay for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they get their money back and they're making money and now they're seeing all the opportunities and they're seeing that it works and then mm-hmm. they get into lease options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wholesaling is a hustle and it's not a long-term strategy because you get mm-hmm. tired, you get burnt out and mm-hmm. you either have to build a huge business to keep wholesaling. Mm-hmm. But if you can wholesale and cherry pick the lease options, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you'll be a lot happier with your actual progress. Mm-hmm. So for those listeners who may be new to real estate, can you explain the difference between, you know, what is wholesaling and how does that differ from lease options? So wholesaling is when you find a property and you can make a low cash offer and then you can sell it to somebody who's going to fix and flip it and work on it. And you're mostly just a, a middleman in between the seller and a fix and flipper who doesn't have time to be a marketer. Wholesalers are marketers. And if you're not willing to talk to a lot of people and hear a lot of no's, that's going to hurt your feelings, then wholesaling is probably not going to be for you because you mostly only have one option. You have to get the house for as cheap as you can so that you can sell it and make a little slice of the pie. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that you're also not representing these people like an agent. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be wholesaling, you have to come in, you have to have vested interest. You have to understand the contracts and you have to know that somebody's going to actually come through and cash this thing out. Otherwise you could get in a bond before you ever get your deal done. Mm-hmm. You know, cause your, your word <clears throat> is what's going to carry yeah. you and get you to your next deal. Mm-hmm. Right. So with a lease option, you've got tons of options. You've got tons of different ways that you can buy this house, tons of different people that you can mm-hmm. help. Because if you talk to somebody who is not living in their house and they owe $120,000 on it and it's worth 130000 
your wholesale cash offer is probably like sixty-five or seventy thousand dollars. Well, nobody's going to pay fifty thousand dollars just so that you can make five. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's where this lease option comes in. And first, sold and fast. I teach the ladies to make three offers. Yes, please make that low cash offer mm-hmm. because everybody else is going to make it. You might as well make it too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then say, you know, don't throw me out after I make this first offer because I have a third offer that I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and it's going to be the absolute maximum I can give you, which is maybe Mm $125,000. You owe 120, it's worth 130, I'll give you 125, Mm -hmm. but it's gonna take me 10 years to pay you off. I'll make the payments and do all the repairs and everything that you need in the meantime, Mm -hmm. which is gonna help you and it's gonna Mm -hmm. help me. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll give you $100 instead of 10. Mm -hmm. Now, mm-hmm. and then they say, mm-hmm. well, wait a second, you made a first offer and then you made a third offer. What happened to the second offer? Mm-hmm. Oh man, Mr. Seller, you are so smart. I'm so glad you brought that up. Look at you. What do you want the second offer to be? We made this offer. We made that offer. How about we meet in the middle? Mm-hmm. And then we just do the whole thing again mm-hmm. and, you know, put the peanut butter in. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is so great. <laughs> so, you know, if you, if you go and you only have one option, you're a one trick pony. Yeah. So agents, right. uh, and I'm 50-50 with agents and non-agents in First Still and Fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They have a fourth offer. You know what? I'll list it for you. Mm-hmm. But you got to do all these things for me to list it. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you go right. to the store and they only have one pair of shoes and you don't like that one, you leave, mm-hmm. which is where a lot of wholesalers get frustrated because they only have one way to buy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But you go in, you got three or four different options. There's three or four different mm-hmm. colors of the same shoe. Mm-hmm. I'll pick one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you go yep. in, it's like, I tell the ladies too, I don't use the toolbox analogies because that doesn't make any sense. But if you're in your kitchen and you only have a spatula, you're mm-hmm. only going to have a couple different things that you can make, but mm-hmm. we got a whole drawer full mm-hmm. of different utensils that we use in the kitchen mm-hmm. based on what we're trying to make. Mm-hmm. It's the same in your makeup mm-hmm. bag. You got different brushes for different situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so shouldn't That's you right. have different options when you go to buy a house too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so smart because I think that, that negotiation That conversation is what's so intimidating to not just women, just people in general having that conversation. You said it absolutely right. It's the conversation. If you think about it as a negotiation, now I'm thinking about I got to be buttoned up. I got to be in a boardroom. I got to be blah, 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 blah. But if it's just a conversation, we're going to have that naturally in the grocery store anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. think of it as a conversation. I'm trying to help you. You're trying to help me. Mm -hmm. We're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a conversation. It doesn't have to be something scary. Yes, absolutely. You're right. Well, with that, shall we transition to the impact round? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to ask you three questions about uh, investing for good. We call it the investing for good impact round. So the first question is, uh, what are you doing to invest in yourself? So what are some ways that your investments are currently serving you? My investments are currently serving me because right now I'm in Florida. 
Uh I'm based out of Knoxville, but my husband works in Florida. So one week a month, I get to come hang out with him and not worry about everything. Uh My rent is paid by the fifth of every month. And I honestly got kind of bored. That's one reason I started coaching, but Uh also because I just want to travel. I want to have some fun. And so the third Uh week every month, I leave town. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And I go get massages. I go horseback riding. I go see the manatees. I go to Bush Gardens. I do whatever I want to, and I have fun. Because uh-huh. if you're not having fun, you're not being a human being. Yeah. You're not living. Mm-hmm. You're, not you're just living. work, 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 work. You're not a machine, ladies. Mm-hmm. Have some fun and let this. I mean, yeah. While you're hustling, I didn't do that while I was hustling up deals. Okay, but I've got yeah. 15 houses now. I make a good income off those houses. I've got 19 apartments. We make a good income off those apartments. Uh I coach, Uh all right? But Uh I'm helping women live their best life. That means I have to be living my best life also. Absolutely. That's right. We were just talking about that with our mindset coach yesterday, and we Mm -hmm. need to be able to lead by example. And um, that's something that Annie and I are still working on instead of trying to just hustle, 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 I'm trying to figure out that work-life balance. And uh, we, so- you know, right now it's very popular to mm-hmm. grind and hustle and work, yeah. work, work, work. Yeah. But you know, for 2000 years, women came together and hung out and got everything done together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They raised the kids together. They did the groceries together. They did everything together. And now, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Tony says, we get in our little box, we go to work, we get out of work we get in our little box we go home to our house box mm-hmm. we sit in front of a box and we play on these little boxes and we're so <laughs> together but it goes against being a human yeah yeah you have to have mm-hmm. fun you have to enjoy you have to rest you have to go get a massage on a wednesday i know yep i know i know oh love it. You can do it i so love it that's how i invest in myself Love that. Love that answer. And to everyone listening, please take time for yourself. It's so important. And do not allow the guilt to take over and make you feel like you are not doing anything on that day. And therefore, you're not getting work done because you are going to get so much more work done on the other days that you are working. Um, but so important. So I, love I agree. All right. Second question, investing in others. What's one hack that you can share investment strategy or something similar, like it can be a life hack or something that you can share with the audience that would help them move the needle in terms of, you know, helping them find financial freedom, uh, you know, through investing or otherwise something that you wish you would have known, maybe a small little thing that can just kind of change the trajectory of somebody who's maybe starting their investment path. I like to set goals. Mm hmm. And we hear this all the time, but a lot of times we set a 10 year goal and we forget to set monthly milestones, maybe weekly milestones. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when we're staring at that elephant, it's just too much. And we freak ourselves out and we just self-sabotage and then we don't get anything done, but you can eat the whole elephant. It's just one bite at a time. So what do I actually need to do today to make sure that by Friday I've achieved this little chunk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I need to achieve by the end of this month? And it doesn't have to be in January. It could be the end of April. It could be the end of June. What do I need to have in line and in place? Mm-hmm. And sometimes this is just putting a plan in a place. It doesn't have to cost you any money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to cost you any time. I mean, you're going to be taking a shower anyway. Why not do some brainstorming in there? <laughs> right? Take a bubble bath. Uh, I know Andy does. <laughs> One reason oh, I yeah. love getting shower my massages. <laughs> no, I solve world problems in there. I come out with a great to-do list because you don't have anything else to do but think. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, and you think super clear when somebody's got you super relaxed. Yeah. All right. So yes, set your huge, amazing, crazy goals, Mm -hmm. but really focus on those milestones and then celebrate your milestones Yes, and celebrate with your people, your team, the people that have watched you struggle and stress. Yeah. Make sure they know when you're winning. If they only know when you're upset, then they're always on edge and they don't really want to hang out with you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but if we you actually, say, I did this, even if they don't know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. We actually see in your ha- face that this is something to be excited about. So celebrate. Yeah. yeah. We actually have, so we use Slack for our internal communications within our business. And we have a channel that is called wins and gratitude. And we celebrate even small, big, whatever the wins that we have, um, on that channel and it helps us to, um, stay excited and happy about the work that we're doing. So I love that. And Annie and I just finished our 2020 goals, wherein we broke down everything into bite-sized chunks that is easily digestible for us to feel like we can accomplish those goals. And we set some pretty, pretty high goals for 2020. Pretty juicy goals. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but when you take that goal and it's like, this is what it is, but it's like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get there? That's so impossible. But then you break it down in these little, little tiny chunks week by week. We have quarterly meetings set up and all of that to make sure we're on track. Uh, love that. I think it's so key to being able to achieve massive success is being able to, uh, you know, uh, digest things in small quantities. So I love that. And when you have those meetings, you know, you got to make sure that you're saying we're doing good. We're doing good. Mm -hmm. And we're keeping our eye on the prize. And just because something came up, a lot of times that's just a distraction. Yeah. You know what? We'll check that next quarter and see if we still are excited about that. Because a lot of times we go, oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah. And then we're drowning. That's Mm -hmm. us. Yeah. Yeah. And totally off track. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No good. I know. know. So small, small steps. I I love the small steps. Yes. 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 All right. God will fill in the blanks. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Last question. All right. What are you doing to invest in the world? So what is something that you're doing to make the world a better place through your investments? I go to a really tiny little country church and I love to sponsor all the little things that go on there and we have a school so i it's a christian school so i am the lead golf tournament sponsor and i think that 10 percent is the minimum mm-hmm. there's no maximum and you can't outgive mm-hmm. the good stuff so yeah. i donate like crazy and i sponsor things and i i'm not super involved with my time mm-hmm. over there mm-hmm. but i i like to financially support their efforts for the local community that we live in Yeah. Then I also, I love horses and dogs. So I am working on spending some time with horses and dogs, shelters, rescues, whatever. I see all the time that there's a dog in need and there's a foster family, but they're three states away. So -hmm. what I would like to do is have a fund set up to help these dogs get transported to wherever they need to go. Like that's a need. That's something small, but that's something that I can do until I can have a 33 acre farm for Mm -hmm. cage free dogs while they're waiting to find their foster people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the same thing with horses, horses, I think are so therapeutic. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, on Wednesdays, I try to go 
see some horses every Wednesday and I got, I like to go horseback riding, but I also feel like a lot of our soldiers that are coming back, our veterans, Mm -hmm. they have, you know, trauma, they have PTSD, they have things going on and there are therapy horses that can help them work through those things. So I would like Mm -hmm. to sponsor those Mm -hmm. veterans so that they can go get the help that they need because I see all the time they're getting dogs and this is great. And I love that that helps them, but there's something about a horse that also just helps and it just, Mm -hmm. it smells good and it gets in your skin and then it's just, it's good stuff. So Mm -hmm. I like to help the people super locally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm helping the dogs and the horses who help the people (laughs) more on a statewide, maybe a national basis. Yeah. 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 Well, you are certainly making an impact all around. And I know that our listeners are going to want to follow up with you and learn more about your courses and all that you offer. So Whitney, where's the best place that people can go to learn more? You can go to shebuysit.com and Proverbs 31:16 says she goes to inspect a field and she buys it with her earnings. She plants a vineyard. So that means to me, to be a Proverbs 31 woman, you got to be a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the vineyards where we get into the wine and stuff. But <laughs> that's the generational wealth stuff. piece of it. <laughs> Anywhere you can type in, she buys it. Hopefully I'll pop up. There you have it. Whitney Nicely, creator of She Buys It. Whitney, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us today. Thanks, Thanks for having me, girls. You've been listening to Investing for Good, the number one podcast for people like you who are investing to build a legacy for their families, create a meaningful and intentional life by design, and impact the world around them. For more resources, check out goodegginvestments.com slash podcast, and be sure to join the Investing for Good Facebook community. And don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star review so we can continue to bring you amazing new conversations every week. Until next time, keep investing for good.